ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Initial Thoughts Podcast, or that's the initial name, the Initial Thoughts Podcast. This is the first episode. Um, it's myself, Mark Kelly, a failed actor and failed tour guide. Everything has failed everything in the world of COVID at the moment. But I was a failed actor before the COVID crisis hit. Um, I'm also with my, my friend James, who is also a failed filmmaker because of the COVID crisis. Um, he also does internet stuff. Uh, we, hey, James, how's it going? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. I'm, I'm happy to be a failure at everything. Failure at everything. Everything. So, a fa- failure at us trying to set up a Zoom fucking call. Yeah, this 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 podcast, this first episode of this podcast is is like thirty six odd hours in the making. So um, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, we people complaining about about internet conferencing technology and Zoom and stuff is definitely something that hasn't been happening at all this year. Nobody else has ever whinged or complained about that, probably. So. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, if anybody um, wants to try to start a podcast, just yeah, <laughs> Skype, Zoom, I swear to God, <laughs> we can't hear each other. Zoom, Zoom became like a lame. Um, I don't know who, who, if anyone will be listening to this podcast, but if you are, thank you very much. So we're 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 both in Ireland, um, and I don't know the two kind of lame jokes about the 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 first phase of the lockdown in Ireland were people were talking about they were making banana bread and their uncle couldn't work Zoom and the rest of the family was laughing at them because they were like having a Zoom drink instead of meeting up because of the lockdown. So that uh, banana bread and Zoom, that was the jokes of eight months ago, which now feels like about 10 years, but there you go. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah, it does feel like 10 years ago. It was six months ago, man. What was it, six months ago, seven months ago? The uh, lockdown hit, yeah. And, and, uh, so, and you know, it's funny. Do you remember uh, Drada last year? Was it last year? There was the water crisis, and everybody in Drada was running in and buying loads of water up, and they were all standing outside a hydrant with their buckets to fill it. It was like something back from 100 years ago. <laughs> And then uh, oh I, I thought that was so funny, man. But we never got to really see that at lockdown, apart from the toilet roll, I suppose. The f- like first couple of days or whatever before that, yeah, people were panicking and buying stuff in the shops. I got, well, understandably so, I suppose. It's not unfair, maybe not fair to say panic buying, but yeah, there were a bit. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that happened everywhere in the world, though. We were like stupid Irish people buying toilet paper, and then you saw memes from all around the world of everybody buying toilet paper. It's like yeah, some yeah. deeply psychological thing that explains that, I suppose. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, me and James, sorry, I was going to say me and James. James and I, should I say, have known each other um, for like about eight or nine years now. We've attempted to make nine, films nine, together. We've Nine. Oh, nine, is it? Nine years, We've yeah, yeah. My, 20, my 21st birthday, I remember. Ah, uh, that's right. Was it like it was just the weekend in, before or something? I, I was in Dublin that weekend showing my first short film, What If, and I was so drunk. And then I got up the next day to meet Kevin, who was doing Couriers. And then we started, so that was like a Friday or Saturday, and we started Couriers that Monday. Ah, uh, yeah. Couriers was, um, it's kind of a joke. It's its an expression. It was about motorbike couriers. It's, it's an expression in Ireland. A courier is... Um, I don't know. Someone who's it's like a it's like a, a negative expression for someone who's who's maybe a bit working class and who might be mm-hmm. the shit out of you and steal your steal your stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, so that was a kind of a pun. But it was um, that was like one of the funnest shoots I've ever had. We did like we actually did more bonus material almost than the bonus the, the bonus episode. stuff 
was just the funniest. I still, that's clip, man, with the uh, banana boat. And you can just tell me losing it behind in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have. Do you just see the boat coming out of the hatch and this big massive thing? <laughs> it's deadly. I have, that I that have was the most fun shit. Yeah. Yeah, and, and to be fair to Kevin, he he properly like the amount of if you're on if you're if you're kind of you're at the lower level trying to make stuff. A lot of the time, you just don't see the movie. Even if it does get finished, you can't mm-hmm. get a copy of it or whatever. You know, you you it, it happens. Fair to Kevin, he actually produced it with a, with a DVD and it had uh, that's right had loads of special extras, features. yeah, all those bonus features Inter- and all on it. So like, and all on it, yeah, yeah. If nothing, ultimately nothing, nothing. Well, it made friendships and stuff out of it. Nothing came from it, like production wise. But it's like it's a nice souvenir to have a physical physical product, like you know. We, we basically went thing. from that to me uh, giving you the audition for my father's son, which was my second short film. Ah, that's right, yeah. yeah. To giving you the role for that. And then and then and then we just became friends and then you were just like pretty much on everything that we made and everything that never got made for a million different reasons. Especially the last after nine five years. years after yeah. nine years of continual continual failure, we decided it was time to launch a podcast and talk about pop culture because no one else yeah. is still no one else is doing this. So this is completely original. Um, this was the initial so thought. <laughs> This was the initial thought was, yeah, no one's ever thought of that. No one's ever thought of that. <laughs> so we stuck with the initial thought. So the main part of the the uh, the main part of the episode, the main part of the whatever, the show, is gonna be about um the the Spider Man animated uh movie from, from two years ago, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I think so, yeah, I think two years ago, yeah. So will will we before we we talk about that? Is will we just have a quick? Is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we get onto it? Or let's let's just do a, let's do a catch up because I've been trying to watch, especially because since we went back into a second lockdown, I've been trying to really take the list and get a lot of stuff watched. Uh, so I think I've already told you about some of them. I told you about Barry, didn't I? The HBO uh, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's so good, man. Oh, it's so good. There's no Blu-ray release for it, which just melts my heart. I'm like, I want to own it on Blu-ray. Uh, but uh, yesterday I watched the horror film um, that just came out last Friday called Spell. And uh, it's I've actually got I've got the summary of it there. Instead of me, instead of me saying that, while flying to his father's funeral in rural Jesus. Appalachia. Appalachia. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, an intense storm causes a man and his family uh, to uh, to end up in a plane. Well, this is a terrible synopsis. To end up in a plane crash, he soon awakens, wounded, alone, and trapped in a strange couple's attic. They say that they'll nurse him back to help, but. Uh, with a hoodoo figure, she's made from blood and skin. How the hell does a hoodoo... Even, I'm just reading this, I'm like, with the, I, I didn't even say this to myself. How is this going to help him? Uh, this is crap. Forget that synopsis. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the segment of the podcast known as James is Confused by yeah. a synopsis of a film <laughs> that he's already seen. Bad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, guy gets in a crash, his family are there, he wakes up, what the hell's going on? His legs done in. This old uh, couple are there, and they said they'll nurse him back to health. He's like, "Where's my family?" They said there was nobody else in the plane. 
when they went to retrieve him. He wants mm. a mobile. He wants a mobile. They say they don't have mobiles where they are. Do you know, it's the tropey. You know, there's no mobiles. There's no this. There's no that. You have to have at least one line that says there's no signal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's the tropiest movie I, I, I I've ever seen. Like, not probably not, but it, it's it's up there. It's everything you expect to happen happens. You know. Oh, they tell him he doesn't have a mobile, and then he finds a mobile later on. But when he finds the mobile, it's not that there's no signal. What's the other thing that happens? It's either no signal or no battery. There was 1% battery in the phone. This is kind of a minor spoiler, but I don't even care because if anybody watches it, they're just they're going to know watching it. It does you've, that. You've, you've warned them now anyway, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that done that thing of... Uh, I, th- I think it was te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre was one of the first ones I saw, where the woman gets away... She waves down the cop, gets in the car, and he drives up back to the house. It's not the text. That's definitely I've seen in Texas Chainsaw. One of them. That rings a that definitely rings a bell. I can't remember. But yeah, they've yeah. done it in loads of horror films. So in this one, it's the exact yeah. same thing. He rings the sheriff. Sheriff comes over. He's trying to. The woman's done something to the to the voodoo doll, and he can't speak. And he's at the window, and he's like, oh. And then uh, the sheriff leaves. He ends up breaking out and running away and he catches up to the sheriff. And the sheriff takes him in the car and seems all nice and friendly. And then where does he end up driving him back to, to, this, to this farm? And you were just, you know, it's just the only good thing, um, like the only, like the actors and all look fine. Um, but mm. the ending, it felt like, oh, it's one of these horror film endings where, oh, he's taken back to the farm and he's like, no! And he's screaming, you know, like Nicolas Cage in The Wicker Man, no! Not the bees! No! He's not saying not the bees, he's just, but he's basically just being like, no! And then they reveal that his kid and, kids and wife are still alive, but they're like in a hypnotic state. And then you think that's how the movie's going to end, or oh, the whole family's going to die to this weird voodoo cult in the middle of this farm in the middle of nowhere but it actually yeah. ends with him like killing lo- like a couple of people and getting away and saving his family so I was like oh well at least at least it didn't end with a with a turner but it did end with the typical horror sequel so he kills the woman the main body who has all the voodoo dolls of all the people in the cult so it's it's hinted that they're all scared of her and stuff because she has the voodoo dolls of all of them uh, he ends up killing her he finds her voodoo doll basically and ends up killing her. And the last shot of the movie is her voodoo doll on the ground and the camera pulls in, pushes in, and the voodoo doll's eyes <laughs> open. See, like back going back to the fifties, that that kind of used to be the ending to these uh to like monster movies where oh the monster's still alive. And and like you know, there's people copy that, but a lot of the time now it is also it's just it's like a way to do a sequel like that sting ending is a classic way to end a horror movie like yeah halloween wasn't supposed to that wasn't supposed to come back it was just supposed to be like you know he's he's always coming but then the sequel so now yeah when you see a movie you kind of go if this does if this does well enough make that the last shot so we can make a second one (laughs) like yeah yeah so it's uh it's not worth anybody's time man it's it's not worth any What, what have you watched the last few days um, I have watched what have I watched the last year? Oh, um, I watched a load of good stuff. Um, I watched. You've been telling me. I finally got around to watching Parasite. Actually, mm-hmm. my favorite. Film and you know last me. Year. You know me. People uh, listening won't know me, but I'm 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 partially sighted, right? So I got a big television. I can get up close to, to watch movies. No problem. 
but when subtitles, it's a bit of an investment. So this this movie is about two hours and ten minutes, maybe something like that. I think. Yeah. Um. I probably should have probably should have noted that, but uh, I, I I had to constantly pause to to read the dialogue. So it was a serious investment, and I wasn't um I wasn't disappointed. It's it's no. one of the craziest, like in in a good way things I've seen in a long time. I thought it was. A lot of the time when, when you hear like a film, particularly with me because of the struggle with subtitles and also just like feeling like you're a bit lazy to put an effort into something. Yeah, It's yeah. supposed to be a great movie. You kind of think, oh, I'm probably not smart enough. I won't get this. I'll just watch a stupid movie like that horror movie or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's just, it's amazing. The cast are so good. Um, there's a lot of the 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 sun. The sun keeps saying it's so metaphorical the whole way through the movie, mm-hmm. and there's loads of metaphorical stuff in it if you want to find loads. It, you, yeah, and and a lot of it's pretty political and, and quite pointed. It, but also, like you, you don't have to, to pick it up. You know, there's a lot of different ways you can pick it up, and you can just enjoy it as a really weird story if you if you don't want to think about you know class structure and, and, yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Um. I mean, it almost is literally a fairy tale. You've got you've got yeah. like the you've got creatures. They're not creatures, but you know, living underground. The poor all live underground, and the rich literally, underground. literally underground because yeah. their window sees to the street level, so they're literally underground. Yeah, and the scene yeah. when. This is not a spo- this is not a spoiler actually because it's just a scene. But ah, the, fil- the film's had- been out. Too, so. yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's been out. It's true. Yeah, you had told me like about the you know their you know levels. People are up above and people yeah. are down below and all that sort of stuff. There's one particular moment you're getting into the kind of a second act. Everything is going shitty territory, and well, no pun intended, right? Because everything literally does go shitty. There's a there's a beautiful <laughs> moment where the daughter, the sister is. Um, she she's clinging to a cigarette while while the drains are overflowing. That's so it's right. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. It's like something from it's like there's not much talking going, but it's like a it's like a musical number from a film or it's like something yeah. from an opera. It's so dramatic, like the mm-hmm. stuff that's going on. And the level of kind of we've gone into kind of unreality at this point almost. You know, this yeah. she's sitting on a toilet and the, the lid is flapping up and down while there's crap coming out of it and she's still clinging to a cigarette. It's <laughs> it's a it's an amazing image. Like it's it's just yeah. beautiful. Yeah, the the movie, yeah, the, 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 there's so many hills, man. In most of the shots, there's like a hill in the background. Yeah. And at yeah. The, the, for the first half of the movie, they're always at the bottom of that hill. And then yeah. and then you see the sun and you as he goes to the house, he's literally climbing hills. And even when he finally gets to the house, he has to walk up steps and you're at a low angle revealing the house. And, you know, it's, 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 uh, it was just a masterpiece, man. But I knew you'd love it. Because I'll just never forget watching it and how much I laughed when, uh, when how, how they infiltrate the house. I just think yeah. it's so brilliant. I, I just, I yeah. kept thinking, this is a cold, this is like a Coen Brothers movie. It's dark, the humor is dark, it's very witty, yeah. and it's just, it's just amazing. Like, uh, just the way, they, the way they infiltrate, it's like, oh, I know somebody. Oh, I know somebody. Oh, I know somebody. And the next thing you know, the whole family is, is walking for this one family. Oh, how about I? And, and then, uh, how did you feel when you the, tw- the, f- the twist comes, when you're like, there's, there's actually people living under the house? You, you kind of expect, because maybe it's just because I've been watching a lot of, I got into a habit of just watching rubbish movies, right? Like to, yeah. with dinner, throw it on. Like, oh, the, the secretaries actually, you know, knew them from the past or some rubbish, and they're going yeah. to try and infiltrate the the 
kill the husband or something. I was expecting that moment of like they're having peace, they're enjoying themselves in the house and they're all getting drunk. I was expecting, okay, something's going to happen now. It's all going to go wrong. And then there's a knock at the door. And I thought, I just kind of thought, oh, someone's going to get killed or something. Yeah. You know, I knew there was some kind of twist or something was going to happen then. Yeah. I, it kind of just blew my mind when, when you realize there's someone living underground. There's, you're, you're tracking the camera going, what the hell is going on as it's going yeah. down these steps and it's down ba- again Batman. and down again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been a twist. <laughs> the Asian Batman. That would have been a twist. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a serious twist. Um, it's, it's um, yeah, I don't know. It's like... I'd like to watch it again because I think it's probably yeah. still worth watching even though I know the twist. It's, but it's that... better on a second view and I, I think. Uh, and yeah. You know what? That's not fair as well because it's, 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 it's not that it's better on it. It's not that it's better on a second view and it's just that you know the story so you're looking at it from a different point of view and it's still an amazing viewing experience from a second, a second view. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I love the ending as well, um, how it, you can look at it in a happy way or a sad way or, or you know, it's uh, the very the very end, not not the violent ending, the, like the, the epilogue, basically. Oh, it's, 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 um, it's really sweet because you think it's just going to end um, with the same way it was with looking through the window of this house, right? Like, and it's kind of, it's like a frame. You think it's just going to end there and that would be a nice ending. But then, um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's like a way, like a, it's like a Christopher Nolan ending, but like a, a better, like, I don't know. It's like, it's like yeah. ends with a dream, ends with a dream kind of, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's really, yeah. It's like a lot of movies that are, 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 branded as comedies are supposed to be comedies they're not as funny as this movie and there's not yeah. then then it, it takes a gear like it's, it's gear changes it's dramatic it's it's like it's a horror movie at times it's like a little bit of a farce at times kind of like well <laughs> yeah, yeah well oiled is. machine bits happening um yeah. including someone someone getting kicked down the stairs which i i i nearly yeah. i nearly i bit my tongue like a little bit when i saw that it was it was just so it's so savage because it's so casual <laughs> you know yeah yeah, yeah, no, it's it's. I love um, I love Asian cinema man so much. I need to get you to watch. Uh, I saw the devil. We need to get you to watch that and and on talk about that in one of the episodes of the show. Oh sure, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, uh, man, it's it's fascinating. It's a fascinating uh, look into the revenge. Uh, it's a twist on the revenge story, you know. In, yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah, kind, okay. in the kind of way that Parasite is a twist on the home invasion story. Yeah. Basically. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. Uh, anything other? Anything else you want to bring up before we get into the, to the uh, main? Nah, feck it. Sure. We're, we're holding back on Spider Man. I suppose we should just, we should just get stuck into it. I suppose. Well, I, I'm looking forward to hearing your review on this because, as you know, I'm the Marvel guy. I'm the the geeky guy. I read the comic books and see all the Marvel movies and I love Spider-Man and I, I've seen this movie before in the cinema but funny enough as much as I absolutely loved it in the cinema I've never ever watched it again yeah until, un, until, until two nights ago when I watched it again and that was I thought it was a good choice uh, for a first thing for us to talk about because like I said you 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 really into this stuff and I'm um, I just I don't I, don't, I wouldn't know half as much about it as you and I've actually I've actually seen more of the D- new DC movies than I have of 
the Marvel ones. I think I've only seen Avengers and Ant-Man and I don't like the DC movies, but I've watched them. I don't know why I've watched more of them. Anyway, sometimes you just want to watch something that you don't think you're going to like, so you can turn your brain off. Maybe I've, 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 I've um, watched them on Blu-ray. I've watched. I've watched them. Like, yeah, I, there's, it's there's we. It's it's weird. Like I, I've well, watched, I've watched them. more of them, you know, than the Marvel yeah, ones, and I've enjoyed. Yeah. I've enjoyed the Marvel ones that I've seen. But um, so will we do? do, do will we do like a quick? Will I, will I do like a quick synopsis, like just very, not even a synopsis, actually, just a plot setup, and then we'll talk about it, or will we just jump in and yeah, we'll, form it? Like, well, yeah, go on. If if you want to, you take a crack, take a crack at it. It's gonna uh, hear from someone that doesn't know anything about Spider Man. Yeah, right. So Miles Miles Morales is growing up in Brooklyn, and it's like a working class multi-ethnic Brooklyn, which is not the Brooklyn. I thought Brooklyn was just full of hipsters now, but it's obviously the one part that isn't full of hipsters. He's um, he's clearly very brilliant and talented, but doesn't get particularly on with his father. It's really good storytelling in the early parts of the movie, sets everything up. He's trying to put up all these stickers everywhere. He's into graffiti. Um, doesn't tie his shoelaces. <laughs> doesn't tie his shoelaces. And he's struggling, to, he's struggling to relate to his father. Um, and there's a beautiful line which uh, his father doesn't like Spider-Man and Miles likes Spider-Man. And to sum up the difference in their two characters, it's his father says, with great ability comes great accountability. And Miles is just embarrassed. He's like, no, you don't even, that's not even what the line is. You know? <laughs> and so his father drops him off. I say he's clearly gifted because he's gotten into this boarding school. Yeah. And he obviously wants to be har- hanging out with the kids in the neighborhood he's from, but he's sent here. It's snooty. He's not really, doesn't feel like he, he fits in. And he's so smart, he's deliberately trying to fail his way out of the school. Um, then he meets a girl. Maybe is that going to be a good sign? Maybe not. We don't know. Uh, it's just a little little thing. He makes a potential friend. His real father, uh, his real male role model comes from his uncle, uh, whose name I can't remember now. I wrote it down and I can't remember his uncle's name. Uh, anyway. His uncle, his uncle kind of, uh, his uncle gets him a little bit more. I feel like the, his father's background is maybe he's come from the street a little bit more. His uncle's up to kind of shady stuff. And his uncle indulges him in, uh, in what he wants to do, which is putting up graffiti. And he shows him a great place to, to do it. Uh, but this is basically a Spider-Man Origins movie. And in spite of all the quirky, crazy stuff that happens in it. Uh, so, you know, Miles has got to get bitten by a radioactive spider and start getting superpowers. He doesn't know what to deal with it. He just kind of goes, it's puberty. Maybe it's puberty. I don't know. Maybe it's puberty. Um, which, is, which is sweet. Because it's really clever. Like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was one of the things that did this really well, where it's like, when you're a teenager, every single thing that happens once a week you think the world is going to end and when there's vampires literally it is yeah, so he's yeah. struggling he's struggling with puberty and he's struggling with the fact he's now got superpowers yeah, um, yeah. so that's the setup I suppose it goes it goes on from there um, yeah the, the the inciting well I suppose the inciting incident is when he gets bitten but uh, the the thing that brings them into the second act is when is uh, when Spider-Man dies Peter Parker Spider-Man Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. He, he's like, oh, Peter's like, oh, I'll mentor you. Do you know, you're like me, and I didn't know there was anybody else like me, and I'll help you. Don't worry about it. But I need to go and save the multiverse right now. So you know, you just relax while I do this, and then he ends up. Yeah. Uh, he ends up getting killed, which I remember seeing it in cinema, being like, wait, what? Like I was like, in the comics, I know Peter dies, but to kill him this early, and I was like, he. 
I was like, quit there. And the trailer didn't I see there is one. And then I, I cause I kind of like, Oh, it's, it's a Spider-Man from a different universe. And a quick, uh, I think if I remember right, a quick tidbit is that Spider-Man who dies is, was they were hoping to get Tobey Maguire to play him from the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans to do the voice ah, work. Cause okay. if that's, it's, it's either that one is supposed to be the Spider-Man or it's the one that comes through the portal. One of them is supposed to be the Tobey Maguire Okay, right. um, which I just think was a, a cool little it would have been brilliant if, if they actually got Toby back whatever, whatever one it was but yeah, yeah, so basically, yeah basically that happens and then he promises Spider-Man that he'll basically save the multiverse basically and that starts his journey to try to train to become Spider-Man and save the multiverse yeah yeah um, and there's a thing the, sorry sorry yeah, no, no, no. Go on, go on. I, I just, I, there's one character I need to ask you, but, but uh, go on, whatever you're going to say. So, so I suppose it, what's, there's just a lot of stuff. Um, I said I haven't seen a lot of these movies, but um, I think what's quite clever um, is that uh, there's a bad guy and there's a machine that's going to destroy the world, which I think happens in quite a lot of, <laughs> yeah. quite a lot of superhero movies. But in this one, the machine that is going to destroy the world is also a way to, um, do kind of funny storytelling stuff and bring in different characters so that your yeah. your potential black hole under Brooklyn is also a way of bringing in... To, like, I didn't really want to watch this movie because I'm just like, oh, this just seems to be another Spider-Man every six months, you know? They're always redoing mm-hmm. Spider-Man for various reasons. But um, they address that within the first 30 seconds of the movie. Spider-Man's like, yeah, hey, I'm a breakfast cereal. I'm whatever. So yeah. you go, oh, okay. That's, <laughs> that's what this movie... That's what this movie's going to be like. It's going to be about that. Yeah. Um, so they they allow themselves to they allow themselves to enjoy that. There's like, well, something happens, and I think there's a. It's on TV, and they announce that Peter Parker's died, and that's the moment when the penny the penny really drops. I think what Miles then that you know I got to stand up and become got to stand up and become Spider Man. Dad, and he made a promise, which is really something that yeah, yeah. He, he keeps telling people. I know I made a promise. I I need to be this you know i need to do this uh yeah and man it was just uh, miles is such a great character um and even in the comics i remember reading it and i was like this is such an amazing uh this is such an amazing character and to see him mm-hmm. come to uh animation and then there's a game coming out this this week uh miles Morales spider-man game and he's going to be in the marvel movies i'm pretty sure um and the movie just the, the movie is so goddamn good, man. Like the script is so goddamn good. The filmmaking is so fun. Like when like when they're swinging and he's teaching them how to swing, and they put it's so they, they treat it like a comic book. You have caption boxes show up to see what he's thinking when they're twipping yeah, when they're, yeah, when they're yeah. shooting the webs. It comes up twip twip just like the comic books would. I, I just I, I just. I just thought it was like it's so goddamn good, like it's ridiculous. And and this is the character I wanted to talk to you about. They even give the villain a good motivation. Oh, because uh, because of his family, right? Yeah, he wants to have his family back. His his wife and kid died in in their universe, so he wants to open up a portal into the multiverse and take his wife and kid from a different universe. Rather than he just wants to destroy the universe because he's the yeah. bad guy, yeah. so that's the only question you need to. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he, they do loads. Of, I want to ask you actually about some of the stuff, like what's actually real, because it, it's they do lots of really clever stuff with the animation in this. It starts off with fairly naturalistic, 
for want of a better expression, animation. You know, they look like yeah. real people if they were cartoons. Yeah. And he gets bitten by the spider. And then, you know, little bits start happening, which are more like panels out of, yeah. out of comic books. Comic book, but actually, yeah. but before that, when Kingpin shows up, Kingpin doesn't look very naturalistic at all, right? He's the villain. That's he, what I wanted like to say, big, yeah. yeah. He's a I tiny love- little head sticking. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say, yeah. I I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I, I love, love I love the design of Kingpin in it. You just just this big thing with a head like this. It's so good. Man. So like he, he he looks like a re- he looks like it's a world where Spider Man exists in real life, right, and gets killed and then whatever. So Kingpin, yeah, Kingpin looks like a superhero, a, a supervillain. He doesn't look like yeah. one of the real people from this from this world. No, no, he, he really does. Everybody looks pretty normal. Like, you're actually right. And then Kingpin shows up and he's just abnormal looking. There's a great uh, shot where uh, where uh, when Miles and Peter go to. Um, the science place to to get the remember he broke the little uh, memory thing so they have to go in and get the information yeah. off the PC and Kingpin shows up there and you don't see him get out of a car but there's a sh- overhead shot looking down and the Kingpin's walking away from the car that he just got there in and if you look you're yeah. like what the hell Kingpin's like bigger than the car <laughs> <laughs> like, how did he even like I don't understand I don't understand the car drove him the car drove him because it's he's, he's bigger than it so I, I just I always thought I remember uh, me and my sister just couldn't stop laughing at, at his design it was so good yeah yeah it's it's brilliant and actually you do feel a little bit skipping ahead slightly but uh, we'll come back but you do feel slightly sorry for them at the end they they manipulate you successfully into going oh poor evil guy who wants to destroy the universe he just wanted his family back yeah he, he wanted his family back but there's two things about it uh, when I was watching it the other night one it would have just started a domino effect because the kingpin from that universe that he's after taking the his wife and kid from, he's going to be like, I want my wife and kid, but, and it would have just been a double off. Yeah, <laughs> There's going to be yeah, one yeah, kingpin yeah. out there with no wife and kid. <laughs> this is going to be a double effect. Uh, the other thing was, one of you, uh, one of, yeah, uh, he didn't notice, or, or he should have known it, because uh, unless I've missed something, he should have known it, but uh, the, the new spider people, their bodies didn't, couldn't adjust to this world. Remember, they're, they're glitching out, and they're, the glitching, yeah. So if he even brought his wife and kid back, that's they wouldn't have survived long, unless I miss something. Yeah. The the Doctor Octavius, you know, fixed the machine, and that wasn't going to happen. But I don't remember that being mentioned. Uh, maybe he didn't. Maybe he hadn't. Maybe he hadn't realized that, or maybe he hadn't copped it yet. Um... But she knew. The doctor knew because she she had Peter locked up to the chair, and she was like, "Is your body acting weird yet?" And he goes, "No." And then he freaks out and she was like oh you are your body's tearing itself apart from inside and so she knew about it so i don't know if it's just a a, a mistake or if again if i yeah maybe i don't know maybe she she's not exactly she's not exactly well i mean she is following his orders but she's not exactly uh she's not exactly a minion like for to him so maybe maybe yeah maybe she doesn't care i didn't think about that actually she's a crazy bitch yeah yeah, yeah she's the glitching is the yeah. glitching is great because um, the the opening uh, of the movie, and I love when I love when a filmmaker is like they, they they don't waste an opportunity to get hold of you like at the start of the movie. You see Sony flash up, you see Marvel flash up, and then you see the the Columbia the Statue of Liberty thing, and it starts glitching, and you go, oh, "That's weird. Why is it doing that?" It's Why is, yeah. money. And then it 
and it comes up later. Um, are all those, because you know about Spider-Man more than me, are all of these different versions of, so basically loads of different versions of Spider-Man uh, come from these different universes to help them uh, defeat Kingpin. Are they, do they, are any of them invented by the movie, I suppose, is the question. See, that's the thing, right? And I, I have to be honest. I, I know Peter Parker's Spider-Man and Miles Morales' Spider-Man, but I've never read. Yeah. There's so many. There's Spider-Man 2099. There's all these other Spider-Mans. I, I'm not 100% sure. I'm not sure of um, what's it, Peter Parker <laughs> or whatever his <laughs> name is. I can't remember if he's real, but maybe he is, uh, or if he was in the comics. Uh, Noir Spider-Man is, is basically in the comics. Um, Noir, Sp- Noir Spider-Man is, yeah. Yeah, there's even a game that came out years ago where you kind of played a black and white Spider-Man, so I can kind of think, I've never played it. I think it was Spider-Man Into Dimensions or something it was called. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I don't remember the, the the little girl with the robot. I've never read it, never her. And who was the other one? Was that them? Was it just... I oh, Spider-Gwen. No, she's Spider-Gwen. Gwen's... Gwen. She's Gwen Stacy, com- yeah. comics. She's so I think they're all. Ah, okay. I, I, I'd say, I'm going to assume they're all from some comics. I've just yeah, not read. Yeah, yeah. I've read Gwen Stacy. I've seen Black Noir before, or Spider Man Noir, not Black Noir. Uh, Spider Man Noir. Um, I've never seen the the Asian one. Um, and uh, I've never seen Peter Parker, but I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, the, the Nick Cage's um, voice oh, yeah. is so. Yeah. Perfect for that. Like, I don't know who else they could have got. Will Arnett is already Batman in um, in animated uh, <laughs> yeah. in animated world yeah. uh, from some of the same guys who made this one. But he's just, every single line he has is just fantastic. Yeah, no, he's so. I was going to ask you about him. I was going to say, did you notice it was because I was like, how can you not notice that this is Nick Cage? Like, but yeah, no, Nick Cage, Nick Cage, man. Over the last few years, he gets a lot of stick because it's Nicolas Cage for doing bad movies, but he's done some. Um, He's had some good roles like over the last few years with this and Mandy and Kickass. He looks like sometimes that he just. There's a movie that I saw him in that just popped up on Netflix, but he'll never be seen again. Um, it's one of these kind of bad movies where a psycho ends up in a family's house and she's going to steal their baby or something. And Nick Cage is the husband, and you're like, oh, Nick Cage is in this movie. He just looks really bored the whole way through it, like, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I guess sometimes he's, maybe sometimes he's just doing it for, he's not enthused by what he's doing or whatever. But when he's in a good movie, like he's, uh, there's not many talents or like compared to him to be honest like he's fantastic you know yeah when I think when you get him with a good director who knows how to utilize him properly he yeah. comes across great like he was so good like, this has been great and stuff Ah, oh, he's fantastic yeah 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 and in a similar vein of a character in a way I know this is this is glibber but yeah. he's kind of he, he can channel that that darkness uh, he can channel that kind of darkness very well uh, I wanted to ask as well about um the animation's great. The story's great. Miles is a yeah. great character. Uh, I think their take on Peter, the older Peter, is not in great shape, and he's not with them. He's not with Mary Jane. I thought that was amazing and well done. I like that, yeah. Um, the the scene with the uncle and uh, and him dying, really well done. Really good, yeah. Yeah, really well done. Um, but the scene that I've watched the most, and I'd say a lot of people have is the scene where he becomes Spider-Man. It's when he gets out of the chair and 
he shows up to Aunt May's and she has an outfit for him and she gives him his things and he jumps off the building. Yeah. He takes a leap of faith. The music's great. The whole, the way it's shot and edited and the animation, like it's just, it's just an amazing, it always gives me goosebumps. I'm always like, this is such a, an amazing little, uh, it's, it's, it's one of these things that a lot of, films try to do and they don't pull it off and I thought it they don't earn it I suppose maybe that's why they don't pull it off but I felt like it really earned it and you were really ex- I was really excited for the third act then yeah it's it, as much as um, as much as there's a lot of crazy stuff and, and like sight gags and all kinds of, yeah. of like animation gags of the animation everything in this movie it's actually fairly it's a fairly standard kind of stru- like structure of a of of a script. You, you, yeah, like origin, you're going through like the an ads. origin story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the you meet the uncle twice. Um, the the second time you meet him is is the time when 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 Miles gets bitten by the spider, and they do enough in those two scenes. I, I, if that scene wasn't done as cleverly as it was, I don't think him becoming Spider-Man maybe would have worked as well because they they tease you the whole time with the spider coming in and out of frame and you can see this, this, this real love between him and the uncle and the uncle's invested in him. He's going to help him out. Um, and that's 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 what you need for that to have its impact later yeah. on. Yeah. Um, that you're, you're... Actually, I suppose it's not just that. I mean, you're... It's it's a it's a wonder to me how you can create characters so well with animation. I mean, as you said, Miles is a great yeah. is a great character because you mm-hmm. see him being crap. You see him being crap at Spider Man just shortly after that, right? Yeah. He's on the outside of the school building and he can't, you know, his, his legs. <laughs> the pig- the pigeons, or then he's just going around the building, yeah, and nobody sees him hanging on the window. Gwen, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, those two, those, and then we find out later yeah. that that Gwen, you know, it doesn't matter that Gwen saw him, or maybe she, she was suspicious or whatever. Um, yeah, no, it's really nice when he becomes Spider Man. You're ready for him to, you're ready for him to take on the world because they do the, you know, they 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 throw a few obstacles at him and whatever else, and you think, oh, he's at his lowest point now. He's going to become Spider Man. He's going to yeah. fight the bad guy, uh, and he's not actually. It gets he gets to a lower point because they reject him. The uncle then he comes back, and then the uncle dies. You know, yeah, you don't yeah. think that's going to happen. Yeah, but you've yeah. also that great scene when he's tied up in the apartment, and his dad comes to tell him that his uncle's dead, and they're both on each yeah. side of the door. It's so good, man. Like, like it's really nice. It just balances the craziness. You have a cartoon character who can pull hammers out of nowhere. And then you have all these emotional scenes that really work. Like it's just, it's just. I'm so excited for a sequel, um, even though I know it's going to be really hard to pull it off again. You know, because because it's very hard. You know, Lego Movie Two couldn't live up to Lego Movie One, and you know it's very hard for these movies. But uh, I think if you look at the comics and keep to the core of the character, because I look, man, I haven't read the Miles thing because I read it when it first came out, and that's that's mm. a long, long, long time ago. Um, and I haven't read it since, even though I, I should I should actually reread it. I if I remember right, and I could be wrong, if I remember right, he actually he kills his uncle by accident. He uses the Viper okay. thing, if I remember right, and kills his uncle. And then he unmasks him and oh, finds out it's his uncle and and that's like, oh my god, Spider Man killed you know, killed his own uncle, which I suppose is kind of the same thing as Uncle Ben for Peter. Peter blames himself for Uncle Ben dying 
you know, he could have saved him or if he was there. Yeah. But instead he was selfish, you know. Uh, but um, do you have anything else you want to say on the movie? Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Um, no, you're talking about how sweet it is. And I, I think it, it um, so I suppose you're, because you know about the essence of the, you're talking there about the essence of the character, right? Yeah. yeah. The essence of Spider-Man is that he's kind of someone that, if you're an outsider or you're a bit weird or you're a little bit alone in the world, that's someone you root for or whatever. And Miles realizes that he's not alone in the universe because, well, he he gets closer to his father, which is which yeah. is very important in a, in a slightly awkward way where they don't really acknowledge it because he's yeah. Spider Man at Spider Man at the time. Yeah, yeah. But um, he he realizes that there are other people like him, even though they're in other universes. Right? Yeah, yeah. There are yeah, other yeah. Spider Man in other universes, so he feels less alone. He doesn't yeah. feel less alone in the universe. He feels less alone in the multiverse. In the multiverse, yeah, um, pretty much, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's it. Um, I thought it was going to be less. I thought it was going to be a lot crazier because I'd heard all this different Spider-Man and whatever, and like it's it it's it knows what it's doing. It knows when it's when to be insane and and when to like to tell the story. Kind of, you know, it it kind of stops the movie for jokes. I don't know how many times they do this, but they, they do the same gag about eight, eight or nine times in the movie where the music gets really high and dramatic and then there's a yeah. sudden awkward moment and there's a joke and then it, it goes on yeah. again. When, when he's about um, to jump across the building and then it just cuts and there's no music and he's walking down the stairs. He's, that's like the opposite of a joke from Ghostbusters, actually, where, where the street tries to eat them and then it like smash really hard, cuts to them going up a stairwell. Up a stairwell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, that kind of gag, they do that type of joke a lot in movie trailers where yeah. Someone, yeah. someone falls over or whatever and the music stops and it's lame, but they just, they just know how to do it. Like they do it really well. Yeah, it's great. Great. Yeah, no, the, the humor, the humor is definitely on point. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else I could say. They've, like, I had, I had done like Miles Peter, the villain, because I wanted to talk to you about Kingpin, uh, Nick Cage, the animation, action, the heart of the movie. Like, I think we've, I've covered everything. We're I want to cover it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, we haven't come up with our ratings yet. So we're just gonna rate it out of ten. What would you give it out of ten? Oh, I don't know. Um. I wanted to watch it. I was actually, because we were going to be talking about it for this and I hadn't done a podcast before. I was like, I'll kind of watch it again. Um, and I didn't, I didn't get around to it, but I want to watch it again. So, I don't know. Eight. I, I got a little bit, when they were trying to blow up the machine, I started getting a little bit bored because I thought it was went on a little bit too long. But that's just me because I don't know. I don't have a lot of patience for fight scenes. Um, that's just me. So, I don't know, maybe eight out of ten. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can see. I, I'd give it... I'd like, I, there's a part of me that would love to give it 10 out of 10, but it's it's not 10 out of 10, even though it gave me the feels and it made me... It gave me, like, I feels, I got goosebumps, I laughed. You know, like, it give you all those emotions watching it. But <clears throat> um, I would agree, the end action scene isn't... I don't think it's amazing or, like, mind-blowing. It's kind of just, like... You're kind of just watching it, like, and I don't really think the moments that the Spider-Man, all the different ones, I don't really think they have an amazing moment. You know, they all just have little moments, but I don't think it's that like, oh, yeah. they, they, if you love this character, they had that time to shine. I'd, I'd give it like a really strong nine uh, based on just the third act, like the, just the action isn't great. And there's not a lot of, realistically, and, and it's, I don't know how they would have done it, 
there's not a lot of time spent with the other Spider-Man when you really think, when you really, really think about it, you don't spend a lot of time and they're always kind of just in the background and deliver one line just to deliver a line they're that there, adds to the joke. They're there for gags. Yeah. yeah. I, I think maybe the, the Gwen Stacy character is, I don't know, maybe she's used enough or maybe there could have been a little bit more of I, I she, her, she's, she's used really, enough. She's, I feel like I, I didn't get enough time with the Asian, um, the, the, the little Asian girl. Yeah, well, they they just gave maybe that was in editing or whatever, but they gave so many good yeah. lines to the to the Nicolas Cage character. I mean, he just kind of that was yeah. the scene topper every time. Um, he does take a Rubik's cube back with him. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, yeah. It's like which is like a which is not even a thing from now. I don't even know if people still have Rubik's. It's a funny thing. To, it's a funny gag. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's going to bring it back to his black and white world and think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't understand it. <laughs> He's just like, he, like I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, I like. It, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's no Nick and Nick's kids good. So yeah, man, I give it. It's so hard, like it's because it's like realistically, all right. The, the end action scene isn't amazing. It's still good, but it's not amazing. But it's like I definitely, I definitely couldn't go under a nine anyway. You know, because I just yeah, yeah. I just I couldn't. Um, I don't know. I've watched. I've watched it twice now. When I really love a movie, I'll watch it a couple of times. And I did really love this movie. And I and I don't know why it took me so long to to rewatch it. And it was kind of good because I kind of forgot some of it, you know. So going back to rewatch it was like, oh, I've kind of I forgot this, so I forgot that, you know, just these little things like. Well, that's always that's always nice, especially because we were going to be um, we we're going to be talking to it. It's nice to have um. So, you know, that kind of, that almost childlike joy of like being surprised by something again. You know, it's nice. It's nice. Well, Spider-Man in general is having a kind of a, well, not a renaissance because Spider-Man's always been as big as Batman and Superman anyway. But uh, with Tom Holland being the Marvel Spider-Man and everybody loving him, then they made a PlayStation um, game, PS4 Spider-Man, and that game was amazing. Uh, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. Very much like into the Spider-Verse in the sense that had a lot of heart, had a lot of humor, had a lot of heart, man. The way that the story ends is heartbreaking. Um, and now there's the Miles Morales game coming out, so. I got to show you something actually because we were going to, my um, wife looks after um, these kids and it was one of their birthdays today and she got sent home with a little bit of cake and some tinfoil on a plate and I opened up the tinfoil to look at the plate. People can't That's... see this uh, yeah, 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 Spider- but, uh, yeah, yeah. We got yeah. Spider Man. So I always like Spider Man. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know a lot of superheroes, but I always like Spider Man. Uh, yeah, no, I, I really, I really like Spider Man. Um, people, people, my girlfriend's always like, "Oh, it's a kid's character." I'm like, "Ah, I don't, I don't, I, I get what you're saying, but I don't necessarily like in Spider Man to the movie." But it's like, have you ever seen Spider? Have you seen the Sam Raimi Spider Mans? I've I've seen the Raimi ones and actually the I really enjoyed them apart from the bits that you were talking about in this movie when he's being Spider Man and he's you know he's flying and it's following him. Yeah. Um. Uh. I found those bits. I they took me out of the movie in the Raimi ones because it. I thought I was in a video game. Um. Instead of a movie, and I didn't like think there was any danger or like he just became Spider-Man too fast or something. I thought they were good, but I don't know. Those scenes when he was up flying, not flying, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, swinging. Yeah, when yeah. He's, yeah. When, he's, 
Webb and his way through the city, I they I kind of got bored when those bits were on, even though I liked the movies. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it, so I don't know how I, I imagine the special effects probably haven't aged well. But I always mm. say I like the second one, and one of the reasons I like the second one is, uh, and I think I've told you this at some point in the, the past, but uh, it really beats down Peter Parker. He can't pay his rent. Uh, he I, at the start he loses a pizza job. Uh, the Daily Bugle aren't paying him enough money. Uh, his Aunt May mm. is going to lose her house. She can't afford it and he can't do nothing to help her. The woman he loves gets engaged to get married to someone else. His powers start not working properly. He starts like losing his grip and falling off building. It's like, I've never seen a movie beat the hell out of a character so god that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this guy has nothing wrong for it, going for him. And at the end of the movie, when he shows back up and has that hero moment where he has to be Spider-Man again, and... Uh, at the end of the movie, he's like, I have to, I'm the only one that can do this. Even though it means his life is pretty much shit. He still, you know, he still has to, he still chooses to go out and do it. Uh, I, I, I really love that second movie for that. Like it has, it's very cheesy at times with Sam Raimi and stuff. I just love the core idea of the movie and how much it beats down the main character that there's no way you don't feel sympathy for this guy. Like, yeah, and, and he, he becomes, he, 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 he does the Spider-Man thing because he chooses to do it rather than he's, he's forced to do it, right? He does, he, he's a yeah. real hero because he actually steps up to the plate and does in, uh, the opposite of Batman. I can't remember which Batman movie it is, but he complains about being Batman for like the first half an hour of the movie. I'm not going to be Batman again. Oh, is that um, the dark, that's the Dark Knight, is it? I think. Is it the he, Dark Knight? I guess the third he, one, he, I think. He, it's this... Uh, Rachel, Rachel Delford, Rachel died. Um, oh yeah, that's the, like, oh, okay. yeah, that's the that's the third one. Yeah, but even in the someone, second someone one, someone died. In, in the second one, he's like, I can't be Batman. I have to. I have to. Harvey Dent. Can he be trusted? Uh, that's that's a that's a <laughs> that's a joke from a, an online YouTube thing, comedy thing. But uh, yeah, he's like telling Rachel and everything. He's like, you know, Harvey. Harvey's gonna be the White Knight that that this city needs. And uh, you know, it's like he, he's just dying to not be Batman. It's that that's what's weird about the Nolan movies. It's like in Batman Begins, he becomes Batman, and he's only really Batman for like the the second half of the movie, if I remember right. And then, uh, but it's the most Batmany of any of the three films because it's nighttime and he's doing Batman things. In the second movie, he's like a detective, and then he's like walking around in a bank in the daytime and. Uh, you know, yeah, it's it's well, it's a bit weird, like, and then uh, it's hard but, yeah. to do the it's hard to do the character drama. Like, you've done it for the first movie, and you've done the origin story. You've done this yeah. character is tormented and blah blah blah. And then, like, he's already Batman in the second one, so there's kind of a it, it's a hard thing when you're trying to make a movie like that. You're like, what do we what do we do with him? You know, he's already yeah. Batman. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll just no, make I, him. I, I'll just make him be be pissed off and then become Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the second movie, he's like, oh, I don't want to be Batman. I can't, well, it's not even, I don't know if I don't want to be, but he's like, I can't I can't do this forever. And then the third movie is kind of the, the same thing. But in the third movie, I suppose he's not Batman and then he has to put a brace on his leg to make him walk again so he can fight, so he can come back and be Batman and save the city. I don't know, I don't know, man. I haven't, I haven't watched that. Uh, those movies in so long. I love those. I love those. I love those movies. Um, I, I love the, the first one, one and the second one. Um, even though I don't love the second one as much as I don't put the second one down as the greatest movie of all time, like a lot of people seem to have it. 
I, I really like it. I just, it's not like in my top 20 films or anything. But uh, the third one, the third one's weird because I do, I, I, I do enjoy aspects of it, but it's just the weakest. It feels very lazy. The action scenes are pretty bad. Like you, you can tell that they're not hitting each other. It's just, they're really badly shot. Like mm. Nolan's heart just wasn't in the third one. You know, he kind of just yeah, wanted, probably I think, maybe I, not. I, I think he just wanted to get the film over and done with and move on to mm. whatever he wanted to do. Whatever he done after Interstellar was it? Or I can't even remember. I think I think he done Dark Knight and the Inception, Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar. I think if I remember right. Well, I can't. I, um, the was it? The, yeah, the third one had a kind of an ending that was a bit like Inception. So it was they were like right beside each other. Those movies, I think. Funny um, tidbit on, on that actually. Similar ending. Saying that about similar endings, I watched a video essay last night on Christopher Nolan and how he um how he uses montages in his films. And he ends mm. a lot of his films in montage. Which if someone said okay, that to yeah. me, I, I would it's not something I was actively aware of. You but I'm like, oh he yeah, does yeah. that. He ends like Prestige ends with a montage. Inception kind of ends with a montage. The dark Night ends with a montage. The Dark Knight Rises ends with a montage. Interstellar ends with a montage. Dunkirk ends with a montage. And now I'm thinking that Tenant, Tenant ends with a montage. Yeah, he ends all his movies with montages. So okay. I'm always saying to you, how do we end these stories that we're writing? How do I end this script? What's the ending? How do I end it? Montages, man. <laughs> That's what we got to start thinking. Ending voiceover with a character, two characters talking or one character telling somebody something and then clips to go with that. Very comic book. Let's do, let's do an episode about how to use montages. There's the, the eighties action movie, um, improving. Actually that's back to Spider-Man. <laughs> back to Spider-Man. You think they're going to do that. And the music starts to soar and his music just stops. It's like, Spider-Man doesn't wear a cape. Take off the cape. Yeah. And they're like, no, they're not going to show you him becoming Spider-Man in a montage. They're just going to get on with the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good gag. Yeah, it is a, it is a good gag. It's like, hey, here comes the montage. Nope. 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 No, you're not going to. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, uh, what was it? Team America? It's a motherfucking montage. Montage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't watched that age. I think... That's um. That's why the the those. I know it was only one. I know they produced it, Lord and Miller. It was Peter Lord who, who co-wrote the the Spider-Man one. But they're really stuff they do is really good at, at kind of turning turning stuff on its head and making little gags out of a cliches, but not not doing it in a. Every a lot of people try to do that, but they just they kind of nail it in a way where I don't know if you've seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh yeah, yeah. I really I can't remember the second one. I remember I loved the first one, man. I remember it had me laughing there's, so much. There's a great gag in that man where it's like it's um, again actually a little bit like the Spider Man thing with being an oddball and whatever. Where the girl has to she has to kind of pretend to be a bit stupid and have her hair down and take off her glasses so she can be like the kind of the the hot weather reporter. And the guy doesn't find her attractive until she puts on glasses and ties up her hair back. So it's the exact opposite of the, oh, who knew the librarian was hot kind of yeah. part of a movie. You know, they're just, yeah. and it's actually a really beautiful moment. And you kind of go, oh, geeky little girls who wear glasses or whatever watching this. That's a good role model for your, your animated movie, you know? So yeah. it's nice. Like, Yeah, I haven't, man. I remember there used to be one or two really funny jokes in Cloudy that made me laugh all the time. Isn't there, isn't there a cop in it? Does he wear shorts? He's, he's built like the rock. 
if I remember right, is that the second one? Yeah, there's maybe this. I just rem- I just remember like multiple food based jokes. I can't. Yeah, there's loads of food um, puns and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember there was one or two that were really remember. funny. I remember in was it yeah. the second one? There's the joke in the trailer of there's a leak in the boat, and there's it goes what, and it's like no, there's a leak in the boat. It's like a little leak. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, but. Uh, yeah, they're they're talented, man. I wish I wish they got to do that solo movie um, before Kathleen Kennedy fired them or they left or whatever over creative. So they they shot like most of the movie yeah. or nearly a full movie. I I, I don't know everything about it because I read up on it when it was happening and I can't really remember. But I think they shot like fifty sixty percent of the movie, and basically Ron Howard had to go back and reshoot the whole movie. They basically reshot the whole thing, like. Like they basically made a new movie from what I can gather, but that's you know I'm not in with Hollywood. But if if I remember what I read properly, it was basically that. And when you watch Solo Man, like I don't think it's terrible, but um, it's uh, it just it just hits the beats that these movies. Where does he get his name from? You know, where did where did where did Solo come from? How did he get the Falcon? How did he do this? How did he, you know, it's just like answering the questions of that were set up in a film that's 40 years old or whatever, the, you know? I, it, it, so a lot of people talk about, I suppose, again, it's related to the Spider-Man we're talking about, right? A lot of people talk about movies and they talk about people putting fan service into it. And I, people use that word in different ways. But yeah. I think what Spider-Man did was not fan service, right? It was stuff that fans would appreciate Mm-hmm. That was part of the story. Instead of stopping it to go, oh, there's the, there's the ship that you 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 know you had in your room that you bought back in the eighties. And by the way, you can buy another Millennium Falcon if you want. <laughs> you know? well, well, we have another one of them. Yeah, um, you're right. It's stopping the movie to do it because if I again, if I remember right, because I haven't watched it man since it came out. Like Han Solo comes from. He went up to ask somebody something, and they said, "What's your name?" And he said, "Han." And they said, "Second name." And he was like, "I don't have one." And I, she said, I don't know if she says something like, "Oh, you buy your shaft." He goes, "Yeah," and she goes, "Solo." That's how his, that's his name, Han Solo, because he was by himself. It was something along those lines. It's like, I, I don't care. First of all, I don't care where his name comes from, and second of all, you've just stopped the movie to to do this. Um, yeah, yeah. Cinematography the- wise, I like. I kind of like it. Even some people say it's a bit too dark and murky, but that's um, Bradford Young style, and I kind of like it. Uh, there was aspects I really liked. I'd like to see a sequel or see it as a TV series. But yeah, it's I would have loved to see their version because Spider-Man, oh, Spider-Man, um, Star Wars needed something new and fresh. It needed a, a new voice. It needed a, a Taika Waititi or, you know, it needed somebody new to come in and do something. Because that's what happened. Marvel was on this path and then James Gunn comes in and he comes in with Guardians of the Galaxy and it's like, oh, this is this is a bit different. The Russo brothers come in and make probably to still to this day their Marvel's best movie with Captain America: The Winter Soldier. It's an espionage thriller, and it's amazing. And then and then Taika Waititi comes in and he kind of does his thing, and you know Marvel kept they've cha- like so you go back and you watch Iron Man now, and then you look at where Marvel are now, and it's like oh, this very kind of mad how it, it, Iron Man was kind of very grounded in a lot of ways, and now you're a space aliens. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, it, you think that they, you think that they let 
they let people do their own stuff and then incorporate it maybe they, where they didn't have a plan to go that direction in the first place? Or it's, I think the original idea that they tried to hire, right? So Rogue One, they hired a director. They ended up firing that director and hiring a writer to come in, rewrite the script and reshoot scenes. Solo, they hired the directors for the vision. They end up getting rid of those directors, bringing in a safe director to direct the movie that they want the way they want it made. In the end, Rogue One, a lot of people do like, but it's still a bit of a mess. It's very slow as well in the first the first hour of that movie is slow. But when you do get to that final act, it is cool to see like a war movie based in Star Wars, you know, like like mm. save a private Ryan on the beach, but it's Star Wars instead of, you know, World War Two. Uh, and then um, and Solo you know ends up so basically I don't know it's it's like Ron Howard's can be a fine director and stuff he actually has a new film coming out this week but um, it was just so safe you know Solo just felt safe Rogue One kind of felt safe even though they kill off all the main characters which was the big thing at the end of that movie it's like oh my god they killed every all the main characters die. but and and then you've like the main, st- which is really funny. We're talking about this because I I think I told you I recently just last week I watched the the three Star Wars movies: Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker in the last in the last seven days. And yeah, it's like Force Awakens. I remember when I saw it in cinema, I I really enjoyed it, and I think it was just the feeling of Star Wars was back. You know, sitting in the cinema at midnight, the 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 music comes up and the thing scrolls by and you're reading it and all the wipes and you're like, stars, this is great. And then, uh, but on rewatches, Force Awakens is just not great. Like it's just, it's so boring. None of the action scenes are really good. The characters are kind of flat and one dimensional for the most part. And then you watch The Last Jedi, which I hated when I left the cinema. And funnily enough, Last Jedi, and I hated it when I left the cinema, it's probably my favorite of the three, and I still don't really like it that much. But I suppose Ryan Johnson tried to do something, and he tried to take it in its own way. But so he's the one guy that he's the one guy that they didn't like let do his own thing, and then fired him and get someone else to remake the movie. No, he's he, he, the only one that they let away. With. I actually think I can't. I need to look up. I'm wondering, did Star Wars The Last Jedi come out and then it was kind of a 50-50? It wasn't a bomb, but there was a lot of backlash for it. I wonder, is was was Solo and Rogue One being made and they went and then movies and were like, no, you have to change this. You know, I wonder did the, 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 the backlash to... Yeah. But I don't know what... I don't know, I can't remember off the top of my head what came first. Maybe Rogue One came out before Last Jedi. I honestly, I can't remember. But... Um, th- yeah, well, I, sp- I-, I suppose stuff le- stuff leaks out, but you also don't know if they leak out something extra to tell. With there's a public perception that we're firing people, so we'll blah blah blah. We'll do something else, or we'll put something else out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but watching the Last Jedi, um, the the main reason I rewatch it, man, is the filmmaking's good. It's, it's really nice mm. cinematography. It's the way it's shot and stuff. Um, and I, the thing is, I like Ryan Johnson. Looper, I really like. Uh, Knives Out, which I watched for the second time a few weeks ago, I love. I think it's great. So it's it's weird that I didn't. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's weird that I didn't like what his script did with uh, Last Jedi, but I like the filmmaking in the movie. Well, you've got you've got a lot of baggage that you're bringing to the table with you from from knowing the story and a lot of expectations, rather than Looper and and 
knives out which are their own self-contained thing I suppose right so you're not yeah. you're not bringing that into the table um, uh, not in the same way anyway I suppose um, no. right so we actually managed to successfully talk about with the exception <laughs> of talking about Batman for a minute we talked about all Disney stuff yeah yeah we've talked about well, um, well Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse is actually Sony so so it's oh yeah because it's on loan to Sony from Marvel because blah 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 and the, 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 um, no no Sony so, yeah, writes the Spider Man so yeah ah uh, okay um, so we were in that oh, okay so we talked about Sony we talked about Sony Disney. Disney Star Wars well basically we Star have Wars. no this is our first <laughs> podcast so we have no um, expectations of anyone viewing it or listening to it yeah but you know maybe like we'll get like you know send us free stuff and we'll we'll just talk about more <laughs> disney cuz no one no one else on the internet is getting free stuff to talk about how much they love <laughs> we need to talk about i need to get you to watch the mandalorian cuz that's Aaron right now oh i might watch that that's just like a western i kind of i like the one episode of that you showed me yeah, i, I, might, show, I, I showed you the that. pilot yeah so there's two episodes of the new season and a new episode every friday up until like the 18th of December. Okay. So that could, if, okay. if you do get the time to watch it, that could be something to watch um, and talk about every week. Yeah, possibly if I can track down, um, if I can track down, uh, if I can track down somewhere to watch it. Yeah. Um, so I suppose before we go, there is one thing we just want, we talk about very quickly before we go. Uh, there is a trailer that came out today for an Irish oh, yeah. movie, right? It's not an Irish movie. It's set in... Nowadays in Ireland, right, we have cameras and people who know how to use them. We can make our own stories. But back in the 1950s, it was the 50s, The Quiet Man was movies where people would... Irish people would do... Like, Irish people now do fake Irish accents for what Americans apparently think Irish people sound like. Yeah. So there's a trailer. It's called Mountain, Mountain Time. And... Someone, someone, people on Irish Twitter are going crazy about this because uh, Jamie Dornan is doing a worse Irish accent than Christopher uh, Nolan. Now, Christopher Jamie Walken, is from Christopher North Walken. of Ireland. Yeah. Christopher, Christopher Walken, sorry. And now Jamie Dornan is from, he's not from Republic of Ireland, the South, he's from the North, which is a different accent. But even still, he probably should be able to do, Walken's accent is not, is not bad. I, Irish, if I was to finish off the podcast in the way that Irish people talk in this movie, then that would be the way that I'd have to talk. What's your name? Christopher. Well, you'd better get walking because it's a long way to Tipperary. Like that's basically the, the, the trailer of this movie. He's dead. He, he drowned himself in the river. No, he fell in. He had a stone tied around his neck. <laughs> There's an actual bit in the trailer. I'm like, who's this but, for? This is the most elaborately produced fake movie trailer ever. But I didn't finish the trailer. I watched it and I was like, what the fuck is this? What the it's fuck? It's quite a long I trailer. Like, I was like, right, what is happening? Why, what, what, why, why, what are these accents? I was like, you know, top of the morning to you. Would you like a potato? I was, mm. like, I was like, what is this? Like, this is this is like that video uh, that was really big on YouTube years ago. What Americans think Irish people sound like or, or something. It was something like that. This is like exactly yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, that was taking the piss, that video. 
And yet oh, you, this, you didn't this, see you didn't see to the end, right? So you no. probably missed my favorite line in the in the trailer because oh, I, I, I watched it I watched it twice because I thought because I thought it, like this must be fake or something. There's going to be like a there's an SNL parody or whatever. The, there's a bit. I, I, uh, what, what's the setup for the line? She, she, he, she, he says. Uh, she, uh, she says to him. I guess it's Emily Blunt. Says, "Oh, sure. Who likes fighting?" And he says, uh, "Half of Ireland, but not me." <laughs> so it's, it's pretty racist. Show. It's pretty racist as well. Yeah, half of Ireland likes fighting. <laughs> Oh man, I just I, I need to when Christopher Walken come in, you know, I can't do a Christopher Walken impression, you know, but like it's like this is Christopher Walken doing an Irish accent, but really it's just it's like but it's Christopher Walken. You know, and it's it's not a bad accent. Way, yeah, it's it's the way he delivers you know, it's the way Christopher Walken delivers his lines, you know, it's like, you know, your father was a good man, you know, these like long pauses between it and then but it's Irish accent. It's like, I just, uh, man. And it's not the worst Irish accent I've, I've, um, uh, I've ever heard. Like, uh, his, his Irish accent is not bad at all. Because he's not fully bits. committing. He's not fully committing to the, to the, to the potato, the, the dragginess of it. You know, this kind of, oh, every time we yeah. speak, it's a, oh, every, at the end of uh, it. And those long, those long pauses in between, in between, words as Christopher Walken does is a really great time to like make a sound and then your brain to go well what's what, what, what's what's it? and then it comes out of his mouth so he's got little gaps just, yeah. just to do the accent which most actors can't do but Walken uh, can pull it off so that's how um, yeah it's, it looks it looks like a, it's every now and then they make a movie like this they made one called Leap Year um, and they made yeah. another one I, I remember, remember I haven't called. watched it but I remember Leap Year can't remember what the other. Oh, was, uh, oh Jared yeah, anyway, Butler. Remember the other. Jared Butler done an Irish accent in some number of some popular novel turned into a movie where he's dead and he leaves all these presents for his girlfriend to follow, and he's doing a terrible. Like, he oh, even apologized. He says he apologized to the Irish people for his terrible accent. Yeah, Jared Butler. You know, a movie's going to be good. Um, I yeah, I can't remember the name of that one. Maybe, maybe that was maybe that was Leap Year. Maybe it's a different one. No, 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 that wasn't. That's not Leap, Leap Year. Was um, your one that comes here and finds love or something? It was oh, was that Amy? Uh, is Amy Adams in that one? Was it Amy Adams? Was it? I don't know. I never watched. Amy it. Adams I mean, is. I hate watching those type uh, of films that don't know Ireland and yet they're trying to. It's like that Simpsons episode where they're in Ireland and. People are like, this isn't what I expected. And Lisa has to go and do a wee monologue saying, everybody seems to think Ireland is this country with just like like little villages and we all drink. It's like, they're actually really sophisticated. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. these things, it's like, we're just like the rest of the world. We're not like, there is villages in Ireland that are just yeah. villages. But like, if you go to Dublin, it's just yeah. like any other city in the world. Like, I've been to New York. It's, um, it's exactly like Dublin, apart from the, the, the buildings are taller. Yeah, the, the 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 Simpsons did a good, fairly good job on. Well, I mean, they basically just kind of put a couple of cliches about like, oh, they're all drinking, they're all drinking lattes, and they all work for Google now, kind of thing. I think, but there's yeah. no that, that was it was clever enough to do that instead of having the the stereotype. As the Simpsons kind of make fun of themselves because they've travelled around the world a lot and done a lot of 
But they've done a lot of stereotypes. I think when they went to Brazil, they were all kicking, they were all kicking the bags around in the in the arrival hall, like it was a football or something. Like do, but they kind of make fun of the their, themselves for doing the cliches, you know. They made a mistake in Ireland, though. They had the the red phone boxes, which are not Irish. That's England's thing. The red, the bright red phone boxes. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, okay. uh, and the black. I think if I remember right, it's the black taxi cabs, which again is not an Irish thing. That's an English or British probably thing. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. I, I remember it was a uh, bit. So of, there was they a basically bit of, looked on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They looked on Wikipedia for five minutes and they went, right, that's enough for this episode. We're not... Maybe this is not documentary. Belfast. Would Belfast have... Belfast maybe? has the black cabs. Yeah, Belfast has the black taxis. Maybe they looked up Ireland and Belfast is there and they looked the pictures of Belfast. I maybe. don't know. Maybe. I don't know. They're possibly still... Yeah, I think we're part of the British Empire still or something. I don't know. Um, maybe. Yeah, I know. Um, I suppose that's enough of us waffling though for now, I suppose, is it? Yeah, man. An hour and a half of this, nearly. That's mad. So, folks, if if this, um, if us talking about Mountain Time, which is a trailer for a new movie that is real and possibly exists, if, if James edits that out of the podcast, then this won't make any sense, but this is how I'm going to finish up. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening to the first episode of Initial Thoughts with myself, Matthew Kelly, and a good friend, James Mulholland, um, so we'll make another one of these probably so please do listen is there anything else that I should say James no no everybody have a top of the morning to you that's got to be our slogan we have, to, we have to open the podcast Good. <laughs> <laughs> top of the morning, morning folks <laughs> <laughs>